day number 24 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. Welcome to all of you who are joining us today, whether you are a first-timer or you've been with us since January 1st. What an awesome privilege it is to be sharing this time together, reading God's Word. Today we'll be launching into a new book, the third book of the Pentateuch, which is the first five books of the Bible. Uh, We are in Leviticus now, and we'll be looking at the first five chapters as well as reading our daily proverb and psalm. So today I will be reading Leviticus chapter 1, 4, and 5, but you should read 2 and 3 on your own, and also check out Psalm 24 and Proverb 24. But without further ado, let us jump right into God's Word together. Leviticus chapter 1. Yahweh called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When any one of you offers an offering to Yahweh, you shall offer your offering of the livestock, from the herd and from the flock. If this offering is a burnt offering from the herd, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall offer it at the door of the tent of meeting, that he may be accepted before Yahweh. He shall lay his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it shall be accepted for him to make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before Yahweh. Aaron's sons, the priests, shall present the blood and sprinkle the blood around on the altar that is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priests, shall put fire on the altar and lay wood in order on the fire. And Aaron's sons, the priests, shall lay the pieces, the head and the fat, in order on the wood that is on the fire, which is on the altar but he shall wash its innards and its legs with water. The priest shall burn all of it on the altar for a burnt offering, an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. If this offering is from the flock, from the sheep or from the goats for a burnt offering, he shall offer a male without defect. He shall kill it on the north side of the altar before Yahweh. Aaron's sons, the priest, shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. He shall cut it into pieces with its head and its fat. The priest shall lay them in order on the wood that is on the fire, which is on the altar. But the innards and the legs he shall wash with water. The priest shall offer the whole and burn it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire, of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. If this offering to Yahweh is a burnt offering of birds, then he shall offer his offering from turtle doves or of young pigeons. The priest shall bring it to the altar and wring off its head and burn it on the altar, and its blood shall be drained on the one side of the altar. And he shall take away its crop and its feathers and cast it beside the altar on the east part, in the place of the ashes. He shall tear it by its wings but shall not divide it apart. The priest shall burn it on the altar, on the wood that is on the fire. It is a burnt offering, an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 4. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, 
If anyone sins unintentionally in any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, and does any of them, if the anointed priest sins so as to bring guilt on the people, then let him offer for his sin which he has sinned, a young bull without defect to Yahweh for a sin offering. He shall bring the bull to the door of the tent of meeting before Yahweh, and he shall lay his hand on the head of the bull and kill the bull before Yahweh. The anointed priest shall take some of the blood of the bull and bring it to the tent of meeting. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before Yahweh, before the veil of the sanctuary. The priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before Yahweh, which is in the tent of meeting, and he shall pour out the rest of the blood of the bull at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. He shall take all the fat of the blood of the sin offering from it, the fat that covers the innards and all the fat that is on the innards, and the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover of the liver with the kidneys he shall remove, as it is removed from the bull of the sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall burn them on the altar of burnt offering. He shall carry the bull's skin, all its meat with its head, and with its legs, its innards, and its dung, all the rest of the bull outside of the camp to a clean place where the ashes are poured out, and burn it on wood fire. It shall be burned where the ashes are poured out. If the whole congregation of Israel sins, and the thing is hidden from the eyes of the assembly, and they have done any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, and are guilty, when the sin in which they have sinned is known, then the assembly shall offer a young bull for a sin offering, and bring it to the tent of meeting. The elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before Yahweh, and the bull shall be killed before Yahweh. The anointed priest shall bring some of the blood of the bull to the tent of meeting. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before Yahweh, before the veil. He shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar, which is before Yahweh, that is in the tent of meeting, and the rest of the blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tent of meeting. All its fat he shall take from it and burn it on the altar. He shall do this with the bull, as he did with the bull of the sin offering. So he shall do with this, and the priest shall make atonement for them, and they shall be forgiven. He shall carry the bull outside the camp and burn it as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering for the assembly. When a ruler sins and unwittingly does any of the things which Yahweh his God has commanded not to be done and is guilty, if his sin in which he has sinned is made known to him, he shall bring as his offering a goat, a male without defect. He shall lay his hand on the head of the goat and kill it in the place where they kill the burnt offering before Yahweh. It is a sin offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering. He shall pour out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. All its fat he shall burn on the altar like the fat of the sacrifice of peace offerings, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and he will be forgiven. If any one of the common people sins unwittingly in doing any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done and is guilty, if his sin which he has sinned is made known to him, then he shall bring for his offering a goat, a female without defect, for a sin which he has sinned. He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. 
The priest shall take some of the blood with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and the rest of the blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. All its fat he shall take away, like the fat is taken away from the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the priest shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. And the priest shall make atonement for him, and he will be forgiven. If he brings a lamb as his offering for a sin offering, he shall bring a female without defect. He shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill it for a sin offering in the place where they killed the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and all the rest of the blood he shall pour out at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat, like the fat of the lamb is removed from the sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall burn them on the altar, on the offerings of Yahweh made of fire. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, that he has sinned, and he will be forgiven. Leviticus chapter 5 If anyone sins in that he hears a public adjuration to testify, he being a witness whether he has seen or known, if he doesn't report it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal or the carcass of an unclean livestock or the carcass of an unclean creeping things, and it is hidden from him and he is unclean, then he shall be guilty. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever his uncleanness is, with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him when he knows of it, then he shall be guilty. Or if anyone swears rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that the man utters rashly with an oath and is hidden from him when he knows it, then he will be guilty of one of these. It shall be when he is guilty of one of these, he shall confess that in which he has sinned, and he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh for his sin, which he has sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he can't afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he has sinned two turtle doves or two young pigeons to Yahweh one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering. He shall wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. He shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. He shall offer the second for a burnt offering, according to the ordinance. And the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, which he has sinned, and he shall be forgiven. But if he can't afford two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering for that in which he has sinned one-tenth of an ephah, a fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil on it, and he shall put no frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. He shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take his handful of its memorial portion, and burn it on the altar, on the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. It is a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, that he has sinned in any of these things, and he will be forgiven, and the rest shall be the priests as the meal offering. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone commits a trespass and sins unwittingly regarding Yahweh's holy things, then he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, 
a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation in silver by shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, for a trespass offering. He shall make restitution for that which he has done wrong regarding the holy thing, and shall add a fifth part to it, and give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering, and he will be forgiven. If anyone sins doing any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, then he didn't know. If anyone sins doing any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, though he didn't know, he is still guilty, and shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering, to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him concerning the thing in which he has sinned, and didn't know, and he will be forgiven. It is a trespass offering. He is certainly guilty before Yahweh. Gracious God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this time together in your word. Please speak to us today through it. Apply the truths to our lives and show us how we can live holy and pleasing lives to you, especially in this 21st century where everything seems to be relative and people are always about doing what is best for them and no one else. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, I have to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that for most people who read the Bible in a Year program, whether it's this one or the variety of others that are out there, if you're starting with the book of Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, and reading chronologically, uh, or just going one right after another, people, when they get to Leviticus, this is often the burnout point, because there's just so much going on here, so many rules, so many regulations. We don't understand all the sacrifices, the blood and the guts, and why God wants this, so on and so forth. So this is really a point where a lot of people throw in the towel. So I want to encourage you and say, don't throw in the towel. Just listen to the words, read the words, and I will make it a point to call out the key pieces that are applicable for us today. All right, so Leviticus, it gets its name for us in our Bible, according to the word Levite, which is the family, the tribe of Levi that the priests come through. So the first half of this book is really dedicated to giving the priests instructions on how to do their priestly duties in the tabernacle with the sacrificial systems so that they can attend to the worship and the dealing of sins of their own and the people's, so that everyone as a community can live in the presence of a holy God. This idea of holiness is that God is set apart. He's creator, right? He's different from creation. God is also morally different in that we can never truly attain the pure morals and justice of God. His goodness, his grace, his justice. We just simply can't do that on our own. Now, for the Israelites who are traveling around in the wilderness with the goal of getting to the promised land, they needed to attend to their sins. They needed to attend to their worship so that they can be holy as God is holy. This is a command of his throughout the book of Leviticus, as we will see. Since today we read through the first five chapters, I want to point out that the first three chapters are really voluntary sacrifices that the people of Israel could offer up to God for worship, for fellowship, 
uh, for meal offerings. And I also want you to note that some of this you'll see as you read through how the sacrifices are to take place, that a portion is left for the Levites, the priests, because they depended on the community for all of their provisions. Later on, when they get to the promised land, they're actually not given land of their own. They're dependent on the community. It's a special called out order amongst the people and a very important one at that. Also notice that when people are offering these sacrifices in worship, they are encouraged to bring their very best. Because when we are worshiping an awesome God, we ought to give from our best, not just the leftovers. As people worshiping in churches today, this is why we bring some of our offerings to God, usually monetary, but also our time, our talents, and other gifts. We want to give to God out of our abundance and what he has blessed us with, because everything that we have is from God. Now, as we get to chapters 4 and 5, we see a shift happen from the voluntary sacrifices to those that are now dealing with sin. Sin is anything that causes humanity to deviate from the way that they were designed to live, to, to be the image bearers of the world. Remember Genesis chapters 2 and 3. God created humanity in their image and for a purpose. When we live contrary to the way that God invited us to live, we are sinning. We are putting distance in between him and us, and we're choosing to do what glorifies ourselves rather than God. And because God is wandering and is present with Israel here in a very real way, God cannot stand in the presence of sin. Holiness is not compatible with sin. So that sin needs to be dealt with. And here now start the instructions on how to do so. In chapter 4, it talks about the sin offering. Here it says unintentionally, right? So there's two basic types of sins. Sins of commission. Those are the ones that we commit and knowingly. And then there are the sins of omission. Those are the things that we should have done but didn't do. Sometimes we don't even know what we were supposed to be doing or we had a missed opportunity that brought about sin. Um, but nevertheless, what we see here is when there is sin, there is accountability. That's what the word guilt means. We are accountable to God for these sins. And finally, in chapter 5, notice that right immediately it says, if anyone sins because they do not speak up. All right, if you see something that needs to be dealt with, because of a matter of justice and keeping um, God first and foremost and ensuring that everyone is taken care of. If you keep quiet when you see something, silence can be considered a sin as well, because we are not being just as God is just. We need to speak up, we need to take action, and to do what honors and glorifies God and honors the sacred worth of every human being. Now we'll see Jesus coming up against the Pharisees when uh, he's doing his ministry around Galilee and all the other places, that he calls them out for neglecting the widows and those who are marginalized and those who don't have power for themselves because they're poor or they have a, a disease such as leprosy that causes them to be out of community because of uncleanness, which, by the way, that'll come up here later on in this holy living and how to deal with all these different things throughout the book of Leviticus. So we'll see how this all plays out. 
But overall, I want to just make mention that the book of Leviticus, although it's hard to get through, what it leads me to to say in my mind whenever I'm reading through here is, thank God we don't have to do all of this. Because the sacrificial system, the dealing with sin, and this has something to do with shedding of blood, right? These, these sacrifices, someone or something standing in our place so that we don't have to die and lose our blood. Well, that's all pointing to the high priest, Jesus Christ, who came to deal with sin once and for all through his own death, through his own shedding of the blood on the cross, which paved the way for forgiveness so that we can have eternal life in the here and now and always. So friends, I hope that this is an encouragement to you. Don't throw in the towel. Keep pressing on. There's 27 chapters in the book of Leviticus, and we will get through them together. There will be some other challenges along the way. Um, The next book, Numbers, is also an interesting one. Lots of numbers can cause people to glaze over, but we'll hit all the highlights as to why this book, this Bible, is pointing to the person of Jesus Christ and what God is going to do through Jesus for the sake of humanity and the world. Friends, I hope that you have a very blessed day, and I hope to see you back tomorrow. Invite your friends so that we can continue to spread the word. In Jesus' name, have a very blessed day.